Hello, this is Gary from VR Roundtable, and this podcast is the audio from an episode of our Deep Dive series of videos on our YouTube channel, which can be found at youtube.com forward slash VR Roundtable. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, this is Anthony from VR Roundtable, and welcome to another installment of Deep Dives. And this time on Deep Dives, I've had an internal debate that has basically been going on in the back of my mind where I've been trying to decide, should I go ahead and get a wireless upgrade for my HTC Vive Or should I simply wait and hold out for as long as I can and when there is a new HMD that is released that has wireless baked in, instead I simply buy the new HMD and I have to sell my HTC Vive and basically make the upgrade. And so there's two different possibilities here. On the one hand, I really would like to have wireless capabilities as soon as humanly possible. But on the other hand, do I really want to strap something on that was not meant to go with the item in question? It was added later, so it's kind of duct taped to your headset to add this wireless technology later. Do I go with something like that? or? Do I take the money that I was going to spend on something like that and instead squirrel that money away, basically put that money in in an envelope and just put that envelope away for a rainy day for when a new Steam VR compatible headset that uses lighthouses and has the right kind of tracking, but it also has wireless capabilities built right into the headset so that from the very beginning it was meant to be a wireless headset. Which way do I go? So that's basically the scenario that I'm looking at here with this particular decision. Jump on the wireless bandwagon or wait and actually upgrade the headset altogether Of course, each side of this coin has positives and negatives, and let's take a quick look at them. Okay, let's talk about wireless. First of all, I've made it no secret that I have kind of dedicated this man cave that I have at my house into a VR room. What happened was, is I had this three-car garage, and a number of years back, I decided to take my three-car garage and turn it into a media room, like a a, a movie theater room uh, with acoustics and a large screen on the wall and a projector on the ceiling. And I could go into this room and I could watch Blu-ray movies. I could play Xbox or PlayStation. And I could do it all on this gigantic screen and it was going to sound incredible and it was going to look incredible and it was the most amazing thing ever. Well, that's what I did and everything worked out great and I had a ton of fun with that. But virtual reality comes along and when I decide to jump on the virtual reality bandwagon, 
I decided to jump on it with absolute reckless abandon and basically go all in. I got caught up in the idea of the HTC Vive's room scale capability. And for me, the idea was I could have basically a poor man's holodeck in my man cave. And so what I decided to do is I decided to try to make the largest space possible for me to be able to walk around and be inside this poor man's holodeck at my own little man cave. Unfortunately, there was a casualty in this regard. I had a large sofa that was kind of in the way of everything, and I had to move that sofa out of the way. I also had a projector that was on the ceiling, and when you are using a garage and, and basically creating a new room out of a garage, one of the downsides is, is you're probably going to have a relatively low ceiling. And I have a really low ceiling in this room. And if I'm playing room scale games, and if I stick my arm and swing my arm up that way or swing it this way, I could easily take my controller and smack it right into the projector that's installed on the ceiling. So I had to make a decision. If I really want to have a really huge room scale space, I'm actually going to have to remove my projector off of the ceiling and just concede the fact that this room is starting to turn into a dedicated VR room and it's not really a home theater room anymore. And I went ahead and made that decision and I've never really looked back on that decision. I feel like VR is the future and I want to have the most holodeck type experience possible so you would think I would be one of the very first people to think about going wireless because wireless for me would add so much extra juice to the overall equation because here I am in this really large room scale space but what happens is is you have the cables of course and the cables only reach so far and so what happens is you get to one side of your room scale space and you can really feel that cable start to tug. And that's if you're lucky enough not to have the cord twisted up in any way, shape or form, because if it is twisted up, you're not even getting to the other side of the room. You're going to realize halfway through, oh, I'm all tangled up. I'm going to have to untangle myself so that I can get to the other side of the play space. I'm going to have to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to have to kind of shut the thing down. I'm going to have to disconnect the HDMI cable and the USB cable and the power cable. And I'm going to have to unravel this whole entire thing so that I can get to the other side of my room. So I know just how painful all of these wires can be. It's a real nuisance. It can really bother you. You could be inside a VR experience, really enjoying yourself, really being captured by the moment, and then all of a sudden that wire just pulls on you really hard, or you, or you almost trip over the wire and you have to move your leg out of the way, and it just takes you out of the experience right away, and it just really kills that immersion, and it breaks the whole thing, and it's a little bit upsetting. So wireless has incredible value especially for somebody like me that is really trying to go all in on this thing. But at the same time, I have to realize that, hey, I'm not made of money. 
I don't have unlimited amounts of money to throw at all of this stuff. I have to be very careful in how I spend my money. A dollar that is spent on a wireless adapter is a dollar that cannot be spent on an upgraded GPU. A dollar that is spent on a wireless adapter is a dollar that cannot be spent on a brand new game that just came out or possibly the Vive trackers. So every dollar that I spend on anything VR related is usually carefully planned out and I have to kind of budget myself. A lot of people will say, well, hey, if you're screwing around with VR, you must already be rich and none of this is really a concern. And in my case, that is not the case. I am absolutely your standard middle-class citizen. I am not rich. There is no nice BMW or Mercedes Benz parked in my driveway. I have a Honda Accord. We have a Kia Optima. There is no Porsche or Audi that is parked out there. I'm not in a McMansion with a nice swimming pool and like 6,000 square feet. It's nothing like that. I'm a regular average Joe. I just happen to be extremely passionate about virtual reality or any technology really. And what I do is I pinch my pennies and I don't buy things that maybe somebody else would buy. I don't buy a fancy watch or a super high-end smartphone that costs $800 every single eight months that a new one comes out. I don't do those kinds of things. And because I don't do those kinds of things, I am able to squirrel away enough money to be able to buy some of the key things that I'm really into, but I have to be careful with it. And so the idea of buying this wireless adapter, the TP-Cast wireless adapter, from what I understand, this wireless adapter is going to be $250. But what we also have to consider is there's probably going to be tax. There's probably going to be shipping charges. And by the time you're all done with it, you're probably going to be spending about 300 bucks. Well, 300 bucks isn't necessarily a drop in the bucket. If you look at the price of some of the HMDs, 300 bucks will get you halfway to an Oculus Rift with the touch added as well. For $600, you can have an Oculus Rift and you can have the touch controllers. $300 is halfway there. So $300 is not necessarily a drop in the bucket. So we have to be careful with this. So for me, it really is a debate because I have to think, you know what, do I blow this $300 on the wireless TPCast device so that I can enjoy the wireless capabilities much sooner? Or do I delay that gratification and instead I take that $300 and I put it in an envelope and I set it off to the side and I say, you know what? the next major headset that comes out that is fully compatible with all my Vive games that I already have that can work with Revive and does everything basically the HTC Vive does, but it hopefully has some new improvements, most notably of which would be built-in wireless, completely built-in from the very beginning. 
we know that LG is going to be bringing out a compatible headset later this year. Unfortunately, we don't know with absolute certainty if wireless is going to be built into this LG, although most people expect that it will be built in. So this is a possible headset that I could simply wait for. Now, this LG headset might not be coming till possibly November, where on the TP cast side of things, if I order one right away, I might be able to be playing the TP cast in say July or August. So or June maybe. I don't know exactly how quick it's coming. I haven't pre-ordered one already, so I'm kind of late to the party in that regard. But how many extra months of use would I get with the TP cast and enjoying wireless now rather than waiting all the way till November and waiting for this new headset? So it really is a hard decision for me. Now, at the end of the day, I think because of my situation, once again, where I am a penny pincher and I am trying to squeeze everything out in the, in the best way possible, I think the best strategy for me, as painful as it may be, is to actually sit on the sidelines and let all of this wireless stuff work itself out, take the $300 that I was going to spend on the TP cast, take that $300 and sock it away and say, you know what, this $300 is earmarked for the next major HMD that comes along. The next major HMD that has built-in wireless already from the beginning. Because here's the deal. If the LG headset costs $700, for example, and I already have this $300 squirreled away, well, it doesn't really cost $700, does it? It costs $400 because I've already taken this $300 and set it off to the side. Now, some people will say, well, you know, that's not really fair because you're setting $300 to the side. But if I would have spent it on the wireless TP cast and if I'm getting built in wireless, what's the difference? I'm probably going to have a superior wireless experience because it's built in from the very beginning and has been planned from the very beginning. So the comfort level is going to be better. Everything is going to be designed in such a way where it was thought of from the very beginning. It wasn't strapped on and added on later. So I have to pay another $400. And, and then somebody will say, but wait a minute, you already own an HTC Vive headset. You're buying another headset. What kind of sense does this make? Well, luckily for us, there are things called eBay and Craigslist. So I can take my existing HTC Vive and I can sell it to another potential buyer. I could sell it on eBay. I could sell it on Craigslist. Now, of course, I'm going to take a major hit. I'm going to take a very significant hit on the value of the HTC Vive, and I'm not going to get anywhere near what I originally paid for it. I might not even get half of what I originally paid for it. But again, let's remember, all I need is another $400 to get a brand new LG headset. This is just an example. I'm not saying I'm actually buying the LG headset, but it's just an example. All I would need is another $400. Now I might not get $400 for my used HTC Vive at this point 
because it will be so old at this point, the warranty will have long been expired and the brand new LG headset will practically be available. And so people will know about that and they'll be like, do I want to buy this old used HTC Vive or do I want to buy a brand new LG headset? So let's say I only get 300 bucks for my old HTC Vive stuff, which seems relatively reasonable. So I get 300 bucks. So now I got to cough up a, an extra $100, but I have a brand new headset. I have one year of warranty on this brand new headset. And there's other improvements that this headset brings to the party as well. This headset is going to bring slightly higher resolution. It's going to bring a flip up capability where you can just flip the headset up and see what's in your room. You can grab a soda or a water bottle and be able to drink it very easily because you flip the headset up. It has some extra features, some extra bonuses. It's probably going to have a brand new version of the Lighthouse technology, which might be just a little bit more fine tuned. I'll also get two brand new controllers. And the controllers, as you use them over time, it seems like they don't hold their charge as much. They start losing their tracking a little bit. So getting two brand new controllers is an awesome feature as well. So in my personal opinion, I think it's better to actually wait and not buy one of these wireless attachments and instead wait for the next generation headset, whether it comes from Vive or someone else, and buy one of these headsets and just simply look at it as the cost of doing business. This is the way it's going to be in VR. There is going to be a cost associated with staying in this hobby. I honestly think it's somewhat similar to somebody that is constantly working on their car. They're constantly adding things to their car. They constantly have to get things repaired on their car. And it's just the cost of doing business. They know that if they're going to be in that hobby where they're going to have this nice classic car that they're going to keep up, they're going to have to spend money on a monthly basis to keep that thing going. And that's kind of how it's going to be in the VR industry, at least early on in the first couple of years this is the way it's going to be. There's constantly going to be upgrades and you're going to have to make this decision with each and every upgrade that comes down the pipe. But I just want to let people know, hey, you have this other option. You can sell your existing headset on eBay and on Craigslist. And yes, you're going to take a major hit. But if you're going to spend $300 on that TP cast, well, you have to consider where that $300 could go if you just waited a little bit. So that's kind of my thought on do I buy the wireless accessory now or do I wait for a new and improved HMD? So anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this little installment of Deep Dives. Once again, my name is Anthony for VR Roundtable. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. Be sure to like the video. Be sure to leave a comment and we'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Later. Later.